You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the Welcome. You are locked on the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by the inbounds to my pass, the editor of The Smoking Cuban. Could you have completed that inbounds pass that Wesley Matthews could not tonight, Isaac? I think I was going to say something mean, but... I think the little uh, the little character on the new Star Wars movie, the little porg. Yeah, the I think porgs. It's a porg. There's a bunch of. Them. I think a, I think a porg could have made that uh, that inbounds pass. <laughs> <sighs> you saw Star Wars, right? I did see Star Wars. So on a scale of one to ten, I feel like it's kind of controversial right now. People like it, dislike it. What would you give it? I am a A one Star Wars fan. I love Star Wars so much. Grew up with it. Uh, I saw episode one when I was nine and when it came out. And so I just love star Wars so much. Like even episode one, I love like all of it because I was a kid when it came out. And so you just like come to love it and you know, you just accept it even as an adult, I go back and watch it. And obviously I understand that it was not a great movie, but, (laughs) but, but I still love it. And I can quote most of the movie. So I absolutely loved it. I thought it was great. I thought they made some, some decisions that, uh, that were different, and uh, but still kept parallel to the you know the Star Wars story. That's all I'm gonna say. I don't want to spoil anything. But that's vague enough, right? That I didn't spoil anything. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. We kind of summarized what I was gonna say. I think for people who are like diehard Star Wars fans, I think they would probably really like it. I think uh, like somebody like my wife, she would ha- absolutely hate it. And <laughs> um, like my dad, my dad's like the most impatient guy ever, and he just he loves like the Expendables. Just like it's just more there's more guns being shot than like words being spoken and he texted me during the movie and was like hey i'm at the new star wars movie it's so boring i hate it and i'm like what is the dialogue <laughs> there's dialogue in it and that's why I uh but no um yeah i kind of i feel the same way you do i i think i like the force awakens better but but yeah it was still it was still good there's definitely some question decision making there's a couple times i like laughed at the unintentional uh, comedy of it but uh it actually was kind of funny like there was some like snarky moments that was that was good but anyway yeah there's definitely it. more humor in it there was definitely more humor in that movie than there was in the mavericks loss to the san antonio spurs where they literally led wire to wire until the very end isaac ugh, it was just so frustrating the mavericks I mean, had this game in their back pocket yeah i mean for most of the game it felt like Dallas is up by ten, and but I knew they were going to lose, know. though. <laughs> you know, I didn't, I didn't think we were. I, I just literally I just thought, just with everybody out. I mean, just I mean, you tweeted out a list. Do you have the list in front of you to name all the oh, people can, that did not play in this game? Yeah, so it was it was Dennis Smith Jr., Seth Curry, Nerlens Noel, Dorian Finney-Smith, Josh McRoberts, Kawhi Leonard. Your boy Kyle Anderson, Danny Green, Tony Parker, and then I also threw in Tim Duncan, and only a couple of people noticed it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, we, we, you know, 
Dallas was missing Dennis for the most part. I mean, you know, we haven't had Seth all year, so like as far as like a main rotation players right now, you know, we're missing Dennis, and that was a huge piece. But yeah. I mean, San Antonio is missing you know Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green, Tony Parker, like that's even three Kyle starters. Anderson. Yeah, Kyle Anderson logs a lot of minutes for him. So you saw you know Ginobili finishing the game last night, and I mean tonight, and I mean he put up he had twenty three minutes, but. Yeah, it sucked. I didn't think they were going to lose. I didn't at all. I didn't think, it, like, as far as once the game was in progress, I didn't think they were going to lose. Once they just got up, we had our guys roll. Yogi was playing a really good game. Maxi and just, I was like, okay, we're going to pull this out by, like, 8 or 10. And it's the clutch, man. Like, those last few minutes were just, it was hard to watch. And Wesley Matthews. I mean, he's he's going to, he is right now, just going to get crucified by fans. Yeah, he is already. I tweeted from, from Maps Moneyball, I tweeted, name something you hate worse than Manu Ginobili right now. And uh, Wes Matthews is the leading vote-getter at this point, just by just by <laughs> sheer replies. Like It wasn't a poll or anything, but uh, yeah. The, the Spurs literally, their biggest lead of the night was two points. It was the last two points that they went ahead and they kept that lead. And <laughs> like, gosh. Just. Yeah, and like I mean, it's the you go to the sequence at the end of the game by Wes Matthews. He somebody drove the lane. I think it was Barnes and Wes Matthews had a corner three, wide open. Would have been a huge shot for us. He misses it. I think it was a little past that. And that was when Wes had the inbounds pass. He obviously tried to throw it off Ginobili, hit Ginobili, came back, hit him. Everybody was pissed. Comes down, Manu goes like right past him <laughs> and yeah. scores the layup. And then he's sitting there calling for the ball for the last shot, like three seconds left. They throw it to him and he heaves up some, you know, off balance three or whatever. It's just the whole sequence right there. It felt like there was only Wes Matthews on the court. It felt like there was no other Maverick he on the court. He Westbrooked the entire <laughs> last two minutes. Yeah, and it just, it felt like every set of eyes was on him and it just, it was bad. And it was, um, yeah, I kind of felt for him. <laughs> I know some fans are probably like listening to this saying, like, how can you, you know, like, no, hate on him, but like, I kind of felt for him because I knew that, you know, he's going to take this to heart for a while. He definitely is. And uh, so let's get to this. Uh, let's get to just the last couple of minutes here. I, I put out a, a tweet thread, so I want to go through that. All right. Four things I don't understand from the Mavs. NBA worst 15th clutch loss. You can go find this on my Twitter feed right now at Nick Van Exit. You can also follow Isaac at Isaac Harris NBA. So the first thing was one minute to go. The Mavs are up four and you can just feel like the lead is slipping. They hadn't gotten any good, you know, offense the entire fourth quarter. Basically they only scored 16 points the entire fourth quarter anyway, but Mavs are up four. There's a minute left. The Spurs are on offense. It was, you know, out of a timeout or out of a stoppage or something. And they need a really good stop. Even follow on the broadcast was like, the Mavs need some D right now. You know, just like talking about how <laughs> they just need a stop. You, you need it because you could feel the momentum shifting. And Carlisle puts in the game, Yogi for Dirk as a defensive substitute, basically. And uh, so it was JJ, Yogi, Wes, Barnes, Maxi in the game. And they had two timeouts left. And you go out there and obviously... <laughs> 
Marcus Aldridge goes in and scores on Maxi Kleber. That, like that, that's just what happens. That's what happens yeah. in these clutch time minutes. I mean, Maxi has, has proven to be a good defender, but one on one against a perennial, you know, All Star type guy, that that's what he does is score in the post and score around these tough shots, and you know, that's just what he does. I don't understand. And Maxi played it well. Like he did. He played. It's the shot I'm thinking. Could. It might. I might be thinking of the one that tied the game when Aldridge. This was. This one was a turn. Aldridge, this like, one was, post him up. This was like a turnaround yeah, yeah, yeah. Dirk shot, basically. Yeah, turnaround shot, and Maxi's hand was like right in his grill. Somebody tweeted out a picture and said this shot went in, and it was a picture of like Maxi's hand in like Ellie's face, and you're just like that. Yeah, I mean Maxi played it great, so it wasn't on you know Maxi. It was just it'd been nice to maybe you know Salah or. It would have been nice to just have some help defense, like somebody yeah. in there, because you get him, get him to throw it to somebody else. I or mean, double him. Any, there's other people on the floor with like Davis Bertans and like you know like General Hux, you know, and and uh, just you know just guys in there that have not hit a bunch of clutch shots, you know, in their career, whereas Lamarcus Aldridge yeah. has. But I didn't, I didn't understand that. Another thing I didn't understand was. JJ Barea with you know 43 seconds, and I've gone over this. I'm not a basketball coach, but I do not like the running the clock down, just dribbling at the top of the key, letting everybody just sit there as the crowd is going crazy. You know, like especially on the road, and you're just dribbling. You know, basically at the half court circle, and w- and then all of a sudden you're like, all right, now offense. We're already you know how many seconds into the shot clock, and now we have to make something happen. It's like, like I just don't think that you're going to get good offense at that point, and. He starts I'm, – I'm looking at the gift right now. He starts the offense with nine seconds left in the shot clock. He gets a he gets a pick from Maxi. He doesn't take it. He goes left. Maxi you know, dives down the lane. The lane is wide open. There is nobody in there. I mean, nobody in the lane at all. Maxi is wide open. He could have just threw a nice pass into the lane. Maxi could have gotten at least fouled at the very least. and Or and at best could have gotten a, a shot off and it, they would have went up four. But instead, he takes a uh, he takes a an off balance like he was jumping to his left three and it doesn't go in. And so I just don't understand why he wouldn't make that pass to Maxi there. It should yeah. Um, it looked like you know Maxi was open right there. And I mean yeah, I mean we could pick pick it apart and say he should have made the pass. And maybe actually, maybe from his perspective he wasn't, but at least from mine it was. He should have got he should have got the foul called. I mean, if that's a big time player. On that three pointer, you got to have room to come down, and I think it was Bertans or that happened a couple times tonight. It like, happened on JJ Dirk. came down and like actually had contact. It wasn't something that was just like a flop. Yeah, that happened on Dirk earlier in the in the game, and he actually like rolled his ankle on the guy. Like that just wasn't that's just isn't being called. I don't know if it's just a Spurs thing because <laughs> the Spurs this has sort of been the the call that people have talked about around them a lot, especially with you know Kawhi and Zaza. But yeah. So I didn't understand that at the end. Uh, two more things that I, I noticed from this. Um, so on the inbounds pass, the inbounds. So there's how many seconds are left? There's 23 seconds left in the in the game, and uh, West Matthews has an inbound pass on the left side, and that you have five seconds to get that ball out. You have that. That's the rule in basketball. <laughs> that's just the rule in NBA. And Yogi and Harrison Barnes do not move for four seconds. I'm watching the ref count. One, two, three, four. And then all of a sudden, Yogi and JJ start to, or uh, Yogi and Barnes start to move a little bit. And you're like, guys, what are, like, what are we doing? Dirk's not, Dirk's trying to get open. He's not going to be able to get open. He can't get any separation. You have your 
like arguably your best athlete is Barnes out there, and he should be able to get some kind of separation. JJ is like running into the way far backcourt <laughs> court yeah. at that point. And just, I, I think that I mean that was the pass that West you know obviously missed. It's when JJ took off down the backcourt. You just kind of, I mean, it sounds risky talking about it over the pod, but like you just kind of toss it up towards him. You know, kind of like leading the receiver going towards the backcourt and. After that, you know, he looked at Dirk at the top of the key, and you know that that you know that is a definitely risky pass with you know Aldridge just pretty tight on him. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean, he missed the pass at the very beginning, the first second or two, whom he had the ball, and after he missed the pass and allowed Berea's defender to get on him, then it was you know it was, it was tough for him then, and he obviously tried something. Yeah, and I I just don't understand why Yogi and. and- Barnes wouldn't at least try to get open at some point. Maybe that's a play call that I don't understand, but it didn't seem like it to me. It just seemed sort of like a broken broken play at that point, and they just they just kind of froze. And then Wes tries to throw it off of Ginobili's leg, and he throws it off of his left leg, which is the one closest to him. <laughs> so that one obviously the ball obviously bounces off of Ginobili and hits him. That was probably just a you know a last second decision that he made, but it was not a great one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean stuff like that, split decision stuff. Just like, I mean, thinking about times like when the ball's going out of bounds and I'm just jumping up and trying to throw it off somebody's face or, you know, you're just trying to hit the person. I mean, that's in a split second, you're just trying to hit them. So I don't blame you for hitting the left leg there. But, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm glad he at least tried instead of just holding it. Like, that would have been, that would have sucked. But he at least tried to throw it off Ginobili. And, I mean, that play happens. It it hits Wes one out of ten times, probably. I mean, you see players throw the ball off somebody in front of them different times, and it hardly ever comes back and hit them, and Wes just got really unlucky with that. Yeah, you're throwing it off of a curved surface, which is Ginobili's thigh. You know, like, as much yeah. as we think he might be a robot, he's not. he doesn't have, you know, completely flat <laughs> thighs where he is, like, made of metal. <laughs> the last thing that I wanted to point out on my, uh, my thread on my Twitter feed is uh, the Mavericks only scored three points in the last six minutes and 40 seconds. Isaac, do you remember who scored the three points in the last six minutes and 40 seconds? Yogi? I don't know. He hails from Wurzburg, Germany. Maxi. <laughs> he had a one out of two. He had a one out of two guess there. Yeah. Maxi Kleber made a three, and that was the only The Wurzburg point. wrecking. No, that's an awful name. The Wurzburg Sirs. That's the name. <laughs> the, uh, Maxi that made three was the only basket that the the Mavericks made in the last six minutes and 40 seconds. Here are the shots that were taken in the last six minutes and 40 seconds. Barnes uh, shot three, West shot three, Yogi shot one. Maxi only shot that one that he made, and Berea shot that one that we already talked about. The Spurs scored more points. They scored 15 in that last six minutes and 40 seconds than the Mavericks attempted shots, eight. (laughs) Hmm. Man, the the Spurs ended up taking like, I don't know, 18 shots or something like that. Like a bunch of shots, just significantly more than the Mavericks took. Or is that stat, or is that stat switched? They attempted more shots than the Mavs scored points? No, the, no, the Spurs scored more points than the Mavericks took shots uh-uh. in the last six minutes and 40 seconds. You would think that, you know, they uh-huh. get shots off. But they still they still took more shots than the Mavs scored points. <laughs> it works the other way too. Wow! But that's just showing that the Mavericks just didn't get a lot of quality shot, shots off. Didn't get a lot of second chance points there. Um, yeah, just not good stuff. 
it's just a collapse, man, and it it sucks. Um, it sucks because we had two really good games from uh, from Yogi and Maxi. I mean, yeah. I know Maxi's a a minus six um, after the game, but I mean nine for ten from the field, played thirty four minutes, twenty one points, uh, three blocks. Just uh, another good game from him. I know we got a few Twitter questions about him, and yeah. we'll answer them later on. But like. I mean, but Yogi too. I mean, Yogi had a big game, and it's just really cool. Yogi had the most random stat of the night. Yogi with eleven rebounds. Yeah, <laughs> out out rebounding, and you know, in second, who was second in the team of rebounds? JJ Barea. Jeez. So, uh, got a rebounding problem, but uh, well, but we no, knew that. I mean, it was. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's true. But tough, yeah, tough, tough loss, and but. Turn him back around and got uh, got Phoenix on Monday, that probably should, without Devin Booker. So that should at least be a good one. Yeah, Devin Booker always kills us, so it'd be nice to uh, hopefully get a good win. Um, I don't want to rant about it again, but another DMP CD for Jonathan Motley. There's no excuse, man. There's no excuse for this guy not playing. It's just stupid. Just no. Anyway, I the, ran to, I the, uh, the only reason why I can understand Carlisle not playing him is that they've been in all of these games. Besides the Warriors game. Oh, really? The, the I was going to say, the last game. They besides were, the Warriors, Warriors game, were up by 20. And they were in the game until, obviously, the Warriors go on that run, <laughs> you know, like in the third yeah. quarter. But they've been in a lot of these games for most of the game. I understand this game more than the Warriors game. Uh, that's why I'm not yeah. like – I'm still upset about it because he should have a role – we're 20 we've lost 22 games okay so like he should have a role right now but and you know some people's like well whose minutes will he take like it's it's pretty simple just you take some even if it's 10 minutes a game just give him 10 to 15 minutes a game take five away from Powell. take five away from maxi like i'm maxi played 34 minutes take him down to like 28 minutes like take anyway it's a different subject it is frustrating. All right, let's. Uh, the last thing that I want to do is go over a couple of these. Also, the Mavericks made six shots in the fourth quarter. <laughs> six. <laughs> okay. Uh, here's a couple of quotes that uh, Earl K. Sneed tweeted out from Dirk and Carlisle, and we'll just go over those, and then we'll finish here. Dirk Nowitzki, we did everything right to lose. I mean, missed off- missed shots offensively, a bad turnover, giving up offensive rebounds, and letting Ginobili go left down the stretch and lay it in. That was also on my Twitter uh, thread about the, the last minute or so of the game is that... Oh, when Manu went right around West? Went left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No way. <laughs> Groundbreaking. West, West let him go left, basically, because the, the pick was coming, and West actually like moved over into the pick. And, uh, and then Maxi was behind him just like holding LaMarcus Aldridge, which is just, just odd. Anyway, so this is the dirt quote. We did everything right to lose. I mean, missed shots offensively, a bad turnover, giving up offensive rebounds, and letting Ginobili go left down the stretch to lay it in. We literally had to do everything perfect to lose this one, and we did. That's a very, very accurate statement by Dirk. <laughs> yeah, just, I mean, that, that's got to stink. <laughs> just to, to <laughs> be him and to, to know, you know. The Mavericks are now, guys, they are 1-15 in in clutch time games where you are within five with five minutes to go. And this was like an even more clutch-clutch game because you're within two with, you know, less than a minute to go. So 
as of as of last night, no other team has more than eleven losses in clutch time. So the Mavericks are basically like just the worst team. All right, the last thing I want to get to today is the worst team in clutch time. Let's just say that. <laughs> well, and uh, it's also something to say like Dallas isn't getting blown out. I mean, if they've had fifteen crunch time losses, they've lost twenty two games, and that's just seven losses that's been outside of crunch time. If that's right. Yeah. All right, the last quote. Rick Carlisle, the ending is unforgivable. The turnover is my fault. As a coach, you've got to take responsibility when you can't get the ball inbounds. So that's on me. But we all own it. It's very disappointing, but it's got to make us stronger. I mean, I mean, he knows better than we do, obviously. So, like, I mean, unless he just drew it up to have Yogi and Barnes um, just keep their defenders away and for them to just stay away and um, – then that would be his blame. But, yeah, I mean, it's cool to see him taking the blame away from Wes. He knows Wes's going to get hounded by media and peep fans. He's going to be like harder that, on so. himself than we are, which is kind of surprising too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So hopefully they can bounce back. I mean, it's good that a hard loss like this can, um, you know, they can turn back around and get a, a lottery-bound team like Phoenix coming in. So speaking of lottery-bound. Yep. We'll talk about him later on, but I watched Trey Young today for Oklahoma. Woo! And, uh, Is he the next man, Steph Curry or what? Dude can light it up. And for <clears throat> for people who think that he's not a, a top 20 pick, top 15, I mean, I saw Sam Vecini today tweeted saying like he should be in the top five conversation. I saw that too. Um, I, don't, I wouldn't put him there. But um, why Mavericks should be excited is for him and for Colin Sexton We've talked about before how Mavs should be cheering for uh, Colin Sexton because hopefully, you know, if Dallas ends with like a sixth or seventh pick, you know, one of these teams above us can take Sexton or Trey Young and uh, some one of those top five guys could drop down to Dallas because we obviously don't need a point guard. And we can talk later on if Trey Young could fit with uh, Dennis or not, but uh, that's a whole different pod. So Definitely. So, uh Isaac and I are going to do a mailbag on Monday. So on Sunday night, we will uh, grab all of your questions. So tweet us at Nick Van Exit, at Isaac Harris NBA. Tweet us. You can, you know, DM us. You can send email. I don't know. Whatever you guys want to do. You can respond to at Locked on Maps if you want. I have a tweet there that you guys can ask questions to. But we're going to take all of your questions. So we'll answer a lot of them on the podcast on Monday. So tweet us your shoot, questions. Shoot us your questions. We, we'll answer anything. Yeah. Even if it's not about basketball, we'll answer it. Yeah. But uh, this is an ask yeah. me ask me anything. But ask you anything. But uh, I want to <laughs> I want to I want to do two things real quick or say two things. First off, I want to plug my trade uh, trade guide for oh, the yeah. Dallas Mavericks piece. I worked on this over the past couple of days. Pretty much, I just took a bunch of a uh, bunch of really any information you want to know about the Mavericks heading now that we're in trade season cap stuff expiring contracts i give kind of my two cents my opinions on which mavericks could be traded um stuff like that kind of group everybody into the roster onto into different little groups but anyway if you want to know anything about the trade season check it out i tweeted it out it's on the smoking cuban whatever lastly i want to give a shout out to robert in england uh, robert reached out to me and dnb and said man i listened from leeds or Newcastle in England said he listens to us all the time, listens to the pod, and um, during his university work. So, bro, 
shout out to you. Thanks for being a listener. You can do um, it. You can do what it. What you're Keep studying right now hard, matters. Bro. What you're studying right now, you will use in life. <laughs> Think about for, that. Forever, unless it's calculus. But, no, you will use it. <laughs> it will matter. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, shout out to you, bro. Thanks for listening, and uh, keep working hard. Definitely. And we appreciate all the listeners. Again, send us your questions for our mailbag. We will be doing that on late Sunday night or, uh, or Sunday afternoon. I don't know. Uh, so send us your questions in as soon as you can. And uh, thanks for listening to Locked on Maps. Peace out. Boom. Forest into the water.